Welcome to Mastering Your Thirties, a podcast to guide women in their thirties about how to relax, enjoy the ride, and make investments for their future health, wealth, and well-being, and for women beyond their thirties to share their wisdom and experience with others. I am Alev Bakan, a health and nutrition coach and founder of Health & Co. Today, I will revive the six-step habit creation program I designed for all health and core programs, including the Mastering Your Thirties. As I also mentioned in the previous episodes, habits are my best friends and so should they be yours. They are the path to reaching your goals and an excellent tool for analyzing your needs. Even though habits sound like doing the same thing repeatedly until they become an automated part of your routine, habits are not set in stone. They are much more valuable and realistic when they are fluid and adaptable to all the changes in your lives. I have several clients who are blaming their busy lives for not being able to create useful habits. Don't get me wrong, they are not only in their 30s. Having no time or space for consistency is also an available excuse for women in their 40s and beyond. I know life is fast and equipped with surprises. Your mood, ambition, and dedication can change from one day to another. However, I also know that habits are actually the necessary tools to guard your sanity in those turbulent times. I can hear you say, how on earth can you keep your habit on track while you don't even know what life will be like tomorrow? Well, that's the part that brings on the healthy habit creation. You need to give your habits room to adapt, evolve, and transform themselves to be valuable and adaptable to your life. Habits can be helpful in many different parts of your life. You can use habits for better nutrition, a healthier life, being more productive, organized, or in better shape. I always say to my clients that if there is a will, there is a way, and that way is paved by habits. So, as I said, you can have many different goals in mind when creating habits like wanting to be less stressed, in better shape, or more productive. Those are great starting points to create a goal and eventually create healthy habits to achieve it. At Health & Co, we have been serving our clients to develop those goals and then build a plan to identify and execute those healthy habits. So that's how we came up with the Healthy Habit Creation Plan. And we have a special diagram about how to create those habits. You can also find the Healthy Habit Creation Diagram at www.healthandco.com. Health & Co. Method has six steps that follow each other. It functions only if you follow the steps and do not skip one. I also always advise my clients to think truly to find the best time and way to adapt them to their lives. Healthy habit creation starts with spotting the need and then follows with finding the solution, which leads to planning your action. It is followed by the fourth step, 
which is preparing plan B, then creating reminders and motivation, and the final step is starting execution. I can better explain each step with an example from myself. Let's say that I realize that the stress in my life is causing several health complaints and also affecting my family life and productivity at work. So I decided I needed to be less stressed and at least control my stress. Once I know that I want to be less stressed, which is our first step, spotting the need, I can find solutions that will lead me to deal with my stress. Let's say I came up with three plans and then I finally decided to try to understand my feelings and thoughts better and then stop worrying about things that I cannot control. That was my second step, finding the solution. Then comes the question of what and when. What can I do to control my stress? I can come up with many ideas from adding yoga to my daily routine to spending time on my hobbies and focusing on journaling. Let's say that after checking what fits best to my schedule and what I would enjoy doing, I decided to add some journaling and meditation to my day. Then comes the question of when. I can do my journaling early in the morning before everybody wakes up and then meditate at night before going to bed. That was step number three, planning your action steps. If I don't have time in the morning, I can try to have my journaling session during the kids' activity time or right after they go to bed. I can also meditate early in the morning for the night I have plans for. I can listen to my five-minute meditation podcast and journal while brushing my teeth and getting ready for the bed at night. That way, I also covered step four, preparing your plan B. Then comes our step number five, creating reminders and motivations. I can set the alarm in the morning and set a note saying, wake up now to get the load off your shoulders and put my journal on my nightstand. I can also have the podcast application on my phone's main screen to start it as soon as I can find the time. Creating reminders and motivation are essential steps to plan your actions. With this method, my system would be ready to wake me up tomorrow morning. And I also know that even if I cannot practice my journaling at the first decided time, I can have a backup plan and I can even have a plan C or D to ensure that I am covered for most of the surprises. All that is left is to execute the plan, which is our final step. With this system, you can create as many plans and habits as you want and also track them regularly. You can check how many times you have to rely on plan B. And if you depend a lot on your plan B, you can change the system and adapt your habits, timing and frequency. For example, instead of journaling every day, I can switch to journaling every two days or I can combine several habits to save time and energy for myself. Remember that habits are not set in stone elements of your lives. Everything is subject to change, and they are here to make your life easier for you. Using those habits in your 30s can help you have a more adaptable system in your 40s and beyond. 
So your 30s is when you start to use your time wisely to make better investment for yourself. Like I said in the previous episode, the best investment is self-investment. Investing for your well-being, health, and growth is essential for your future self. That's why creating those habits now and putting even a little bit of time into those habits can have a snowball effect and make more significant, much more rooted habits in your 40s and beyond. Once you understand the thought process of creating healthy habits, you will see how deeply you will get in tune with your life. You will have a clearer image of what you are achieving, what you are failing, and what you cannot make time for. And you can adjust your day and time more wisely. So, how do we use those habits in our health and call programs? As you can understand, I love habits. At Health and Co., they are the MVP of our programs. That's why we use them as tools with all our programs, including Mastering Your 30s, but we also have a program specifically designed to create habits, whether your goal is about health and wellness, career, or life-related. Like everything in our life, habits like honesty, care, and dedication. They serve their purpose when you pay attention to them. Even a habit that doesn't work for you can teach you a lot about what you need in your life. It all depends on how you perceive things. You can choose to learn from a habit that doesn't work for you, change your plan accordingly, and move on, or you can choose to mourn for lost days and things you couldn't accomplish. You can think that some things are easier to be said than done. When you have tons of items on your to-do list, your loved ones, your work responsibilities, and other stuff waiting for you, how can you carve out the time to have a self-check, form a habit, and also say hooray and even celebrate if it's not working for you? Well, all I can say is I see you, I understand you, and I feel for you. But in this day and time, where some part of the world, people are going through historical pain and suffering, we can remind ourselves how worrying about things and nothing but takes lots of things from our lives. I know pain and problems are incredibly unique, so they can never be compared or calculated. But choosing to see the better half and appreciating it can be the first habit we can work on, no matter what age we are. I hope you find this episode helpful in questioning how you perceive habits and giving you some newfound excitement and desire to revise them. Please send any question, suggestion, or critics you have to podcast at healthandco.com. Do you believe you or somebody you know can be a great guest for our podcast? Please fill out our guest form at www.healthandco.com. You can also check our website for announcements for my 30s club membership 
or leave us any suggestion you may have about the next episodes. Listen to the new episodes of Mastering Your 30s wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, be good to yourself.